Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 200 and... I forgot to pull that up. <laughs> Mulligan. Mm-hmm. 216 of games my mom found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's with me tonight? Hey, it's Alyssa. Hi, my name is Sarah. Welcome back, both of you. Hello, I'm Barry. Barry, long time no talk. It's been two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> two weeks since we had a conversation. <laughs> and Alyssa, where do people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Alyssa Billy. I do Perler Beat Art on there. If find I'm you being at. honest, you could probably oh. barely find me online anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> and Barry, where can people find you at? You could find me on Twitter uh, at Hawk Hellfire. You could also find my group Nintendo Fuse and NintendoFuse.com, as well as YouTube.com slash Nintendo Fuse and Nintendo Fuse on Twitter, where we talk about the latest Nintendo news, as well as do a bi-weekly podcast every other Monday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, as well as PremiumEditionGames.com, where we put out high-quality physical releases for the Nintendo Switch and now the PlayStation 4 and 5. You can go to PremiumEditionGames.com and check out our latest releases and pre-orders, as well as find us on Twitter at PremiumEdition1 and all, pretty much everywhere else at Premium Edition Games. All right. And we are all here to talk about a game that I've been lying to the world and telling everybody I beat, but never actually finished, I realized. <laughs> We're here to talk about Paper Mario for the N64, developed by Intelligent Systems, published by Nintendo, and came out in 2001. Damn, so we're 20 years old. <laughs> yep. So first, I always like to ask people what their memories are with this game. For me, I remember my friend playing it, and I remember thinking that I beat it and, and did not. And that's my only memory of it. As I played through the game, I realized nothing. I remember nothing. Like, I I, never, only th- I did not play this game very much. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Oh, my God. I played this game so much. I remember when I was... 13, my brother borrowed it from one of his friends and I wouldn't return it to his friend because I was playing it three times in a row. I have played this game <laughs> way more times than I know. <laughs> That's impressive. It's not that easy either, I don't think. Oh, it's super Might easy. <laughs> you just didn't grind enough. I you want to you want to like fast run through it. That's what I did, yes. Yeah, see that's not yeah, how I got a, I got a ticking time. You don't clock. even collect everything. There's so much collecting. No, I I, I didn't do that, no. <laughs> And what about you, Alyssa? What's your history with this? Just saying. <laughs> and that's all, I, that's all I am. This was actually the first Paper Mario that I played, but surprisingly, I didn't play it on the N64. I actually played it on the Wii when you were able to, you know, purchase like Super Nintendo or N64 games on there through the eShop. And I saw Paper Mario and I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, let me give it a try. And I actually really liked it. All right. And what about you, Barry? As a N64 owner in the 90s, uh, without a PlayStation, or it was drought between drought between all the big games. <laughs> so 2001, the last year of the 64, was terrible. I think it was like five or six games total released that year. And uh, when this game came out, I was just about to finish high school, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm so, so happy that this is finally there. It's finally something new to play. Because everyone's prepared for the GameCube and, and, you know, people had Dreamcast and PlayStation 2s at this time, but I didn't. So I was like, oh, I finally got a new Mario game. And I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this is... is I was a Super Mario RPG fan. Uh, I remember when this was touted as Super Mario RPG 2. And I was very disappointed that it was not Mario RPG 2, but it was its own thing. And I I just loved it for what it was. Okay. I think that's one one thing that turned me off of it. Because I loved Super Mario RPG when I was younger, and this game wasn't... It's not... (laughs) It's sort of a sequel, but not. It's like more. 
spiritual successor would probably be the more correct term what it is, and that bothered me because I didn't get the game I wanted. So well, <laughs> I think that was always the the sequels to the Mario RPG games are like Super Mario Saga, the Mario Luigi ones are much more supposed to Which be I've never played. the sequels. Well, this one was touted as the sequel when it first was announced. And it, this was came it out really? before Mario. Yeah, Why? it was yeah, original. The original working name was Super Mario RPG 2. Uh, wow. And it was designed to be that because this came out. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga came out in the GBA several years after this. So this was this was designed to be the sequel. And they went with a different direction. And in Japan, yeah, I think no it was just called Mario Story. It wasn't even Paper Mario. So <laughs> they, they had no idea what they were doing. But so they don't have the right Super Mario RPG or Gino or... Well, Square, unfortunately, well, I'm very happy the... with the entire Paper Mario series minus the 3DS one because that one's terrible. That's not that bad. It's just not as good <laughs> as the others. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. One day when you get to it, you will understand. <laughs> well, I'm going to. The whole reason why this I don't know if even... Mike has the patience for that many RPGs. Uh, you, you never know. Hey, I have a couple more on the show. I guess the moon on the show here soon. I got Kingdom Hearts 2 coming up. I got a few stuff. Nice one. So I'm doing I'm trying to do more. I have the Steam Deck now, so it makes things much more easier to get through long games. <laughs> when you play a game every week, it gets tough sometimes. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody do what I do. So <laughs> I'll do what I do. So like so I I play this game on a Steam Deck because I play everything on a Steam Deck if I'm able to. And like, you know, it I, I when I went into this playthrough, I had to go into it, you know, because it's not the game I wanted it to be all those years ago. It's not, you know, Super Mario RPG 2, but it's still a very, a very good game. Like, I had some memories of the RPG elements, and I enjoy certain parts of it, but it's not, for me, part of the issue with the leveling. I felt like you don't get enough out of leveling. Like you get, I don't like when I get to pick my stat. I don't want to pick it. I want it to be given to me. Well, you did that in Super Mario RPG as well. But you yeah. get some. Like, you just pick a bonus, right, in Mario RPG? It's true. I mean, but it's only, like, one point versus three, so you'd always pick the three anyway. It's kind of like forced you into it. Like, here's what you I, should do. I'm okay right. with that. Where this being able to choose between MP, far bar, you know, MP, HP, or batch points, you can quit more items. I didn't like having that choice. I would have rather just because I feel like you don't get any actual stat upgrades other than whatever you pick. Not yeah. bothered me. I actually well, really yeah. love that feature. I always thought it was an interesting strategy of how you want to challenge yourself in the game if you're someone who played it multiple times. It definitely changes up the strategy of playing. I also realize I don't like pressing buttons a lot. So <laughs> and I'm also, I don't know. I mean, it could have been emulation, but I don't know. But I was awful at the timing for defense. Awful. Mm. So you heard it here first, folks. Mike would prefer to play games with his mind because pushing buttons is too much. <laughs> he was. Well, he also <laughs> said on Facebook that he used save states in oh, this game, which doesn't make any sense because there are save points everywhere. Well, you can't save in the middle of the battle when you miss the defensive move and you got to go back and redo it. You can't do that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have beat this game if I wouldn't have cheated it. like that. I wouldn't have finished it because I, I, I was having a hard time. Even though like I was level 20-something, I think, when I beat this game. 22? I don't think I was under-leveled. Did you have your no, I'm usually HP around maxed level 26. out? Sorry. <laughs> I don't... My HP was like 55. Oh, okay. So did you... I don't know what the match, max HP? was, but... I had my I didn't like flower power for a long time, so I didn't raise it up until near the end. Oh, wow. I didn't like the abilities. Oh. I also didn't use badges that gave Mario new abilities. I didn't like those that much. Only one, I had one jumping attack on near the end. And that was it because I didn't like that. That explains why you needed save states to win those battles. <laughs> I know. 
I didn't say I played this game right. I'm just saying that I played the game my way. I'm the kind of guy that I will play every RPG where I will go and get, you know, I'll get nice and around FF7, but I want to beat the final boss with regular attack. That's just how I play RPG. So I can't do that. I'm not happy. I don't know why I play it like that. <laughs> I can't. You really ruin the experience for yourself a bit there. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm just, I, I'm the kind of guy who get all the extra items and save everything and just never use it. So you won't use like cheese systems that you can within the game and stuff like that. Not in RPGs, is mostly at least not back then. Maybe now because I'm. That's like the point of RPGs, though. I know the collecting. <laughs> when I was younger, that's no, literally was the point stuff. of RPGs. Good luck playing any other Paper Mario game, Mike. Well, yeah. I can force myself to <laughs> play differently. Right like now. I was forcing I mean, myself. The GameCube one's amazing, but you probably just don't. <laughs> I'm going to 100. That's the only reason why this game is even on the show because somebody two years ago. <laughs> Or more, almost three. I looked it up. I found the message. She said, you should play Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. And I'm like, all right, I'll get to it. Well, three years later, I finally got Paper Mario on the show. <laughs> I'm Better late than never. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only reason why I even put this game in the show, because somebody recommended it three years ago. Took you long enough? Yeah, busy. A lot of games. Yes. Too many games. Too many There's shorter games. more coming out every single week. I don't mean nothing so to me. People talk about right the new now. games. I'm like, who cares about new games? I got to play old games. Hey, if you haven't played them, they're new to you. Yeah, hey, this was actually, I mean, this turned out to be new to me. <laughs> the only thing I really remembered was I was I remembered the Koopa you get, the second guy. I forgot his name, though, all of a sudden. Cooper. Cooper? Cooper, yeah. 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 That's all I, I remember. I didn't even play the game before coming for the podcast. Like, it's just in my head. <laughs> That's fine. It was not in my head. There was very little that was in my memory. I remember the parak- the the parrot, the flying one. I think that's as far as I got with him. I did not remember the the female ghost. Boo, whatever her name is. Boobette or Lady Bo. Oh. I didn't pay any attention, by the way. So <laughs> I mean I had fun. Like I enjoyed the game, but I didn't pay attention. I didn't use Lady Bo much. I only used I, I really liked the fish for some reason. Sushi? You didn't use Lady <laughs> Bo when you were in the Shy Guy toy box when you fight that mini boss with the light before you get Watt? Uh, I think I might have then, but I only use her when I a few times. I she wasn't my go to character. Yeah, that's for sure the best time to use her. I think I did for that because the guide yeah. probably told me to. I had a guide too. So. Oh my gosh, Mike! You're not wow. surprised. Neither no, no, neither three of you should be surprised. <laughs> you all know me long enough at this point. Yeah. I mean, still had fun. I mean, I loved what it takes with Mario elements and how it pushes it all into this game and. It makes it work. I mean, the the whole paper ans- anesthetic or aesthetic or word I want to use here. Aesthetic. It, it worked for me. Like, it's still cool. I, I like it. It's not. I would rather have Mario RPG where they're like the clay models, but this is fine. The one for Switch is actually really beautiful. Like, they went above yeah. and beyond with the paper aspect of that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the paper aesthetic comes gets greater as the series goes on. It's Absolutely. no longer just a gimmick. It's like we're going to roll into the fact that they are paper and the cardboard and everything just gets <laughs> the whole world is just built out of paper. I'm OK with that. It's a cool concept. And it brought on other games like Kirby's Epic Yarn and Yoshi's Woolly World and then Yoshi's Craft World, mm-hmm. you know, really opening up that aspect of gaming. All games I need to play someday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice when they do different artistic styles and they do something creative like that. And then, of course, if you want, you could do the Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which is which is another crossover and another Paper Mario game in a sense. Sort of. Dead in the sense. I don't even, I don't even know this game. <laughs> but, like, 
I guess for me, I've had a hard time with a lot of the just the mechanics of this game didn't work for me in the sense like it took a little bit for me to get used to the whole hitting enemies and timing it like I got better at it, but I'm I'm not I wasn't I wasn't super good at timing. But that was also another thing from Super Mario (laughs) RPG. Thank you. Yes. I wasn't good at it in that game either. Well, actually, <laughs> when I beat Super RPG for the show, episode 125, I beat it on a cell phone. Don't do that. Wow. Oh, well, that, see, that, that's why this game was Super Mario it. RPG 2. It's because they, they were taking what worked from Square's game and they were you know incorporating it into this game, which is why you see some of those systems carry over. So you should have liked it because it was part of the game you liked originally. I did mostly. I mean, I had fun. Like I, I really did enjoy this game. Like it, It's... I just sucked at it, but I still enjoyed it. I actually played it with music, too. Keeping it positive. There's there's something there, too. I was mostly positive with this game. This game is, I think, holds up, actually, really well. Which is not something I can say about every game I play in the show. So A lot of Nintendo games. This was still fun. They're they're like timeless classics. Yeah, I mean, just look at the SNES library at all. Oh, that's that's a good library. Pretty fair. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this game had a lot of hidden elements to it. And I I did go out of my way and try to find badges and try to break all the blocks and digging the fences and i did look for a lot of secrets in this game i actually went and did all the side quests too just about i didn't look for all the star pieces because i can't i can't do stuff like that <laughs> i would get them but when it got to a point where they were hidden underneath the floor that's kind of where i checked out yeah, they started but doing you can that. use your last hammer to do that it's easy mm, i was i was kind of checked out at that point with the star pieces but i did buy the all the badges from bags the store. that help tell you if there's a hidden item in the area yeah. too yeah i'm not it takes one badge i wasn't gonna See, I wasn't I, looking for items like that. I, I get Mike in that sense, though, because sometimes when you're doing an RPG, you know, you start the RPG and you're like, you're fighting every enemy and you're doing all the side quests and you're, you're going 100%. And you know, when you're in 50, 60 hours or whatever, and you're towards the end, it's just kind of like, all right, you know what? Let's just get the final <laughs> boss out of the way. Like, I've, I've put in my time. I'm, I'm, I'm skip past enemies. Let's just go. So I, I, I get that way, too, sometimes after that long. So I, I, I did you everything else. I did all the other side quests. I did. I helped out the old man Koopa and did all his side quests. I did most star piece. If I saw a star piece, I would go out of my way to get it. I just didn't do the jump on stuff. That was it. But I did most things in this game. Like I, that's I was. Re- I mean, again, I was enjoying this game. Like it's. That's good to hear you say about an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take game. it. I just didn't like the. I, my issue with the battle system is that like I like it. You know, I do. I did enjoy for the most part. You know, the aspect of timing, it just after a while, it got to me near the end of the game. I was like, OK, I'm tired of doing this because I'm just getting my ass handed to me because they just they dealt too much damage, in my opinion. I didn't like that. There is something to be said about games that you don't have to pay extra attention to, especially you know in more recent RPGs where there's like auto battle and stuff like that, especially for the grunt stuff, like just like grinding I can feel that, too. You know, it's like when you start the game, it's like, oh, this is cool. But like if you decide to sit there and grind a little bit, it's like oh, I got to pay attention extra to every battle as opposed to just like, you know, just steamrolling over enemies. Like I fought every enemy really just about until I want to say like the last two chapters, maybe because even in the in the flower world, I was still trying to fight almost everybody. And then I started to break down and be like, OK, I, I'm not getting anything out of this anymore for that. Like I would still fight, but not nearly like the level I was. You get, Alyssa, right. how do you play this? Sorry, I'm like a serial grinder, so <laughs> I definitely have the patience for that. And I'll I'll just sit there. I will get those levels. I do not. However long it takes. I'm kind of like you, Mike. After a while, like when I saw that I would only get, you know, like five or less star power, you know, from 
feeding some enemies, I was just like, ah, you know, I'm just going to skip it and just keep going with the story because it just didn't seem like it was worth my time. I was the same way. Like, I can grind in games. If all I do is keep hitting A, I will grind for hours. I'll put a podcast on, I'll watch TV, and I'll grind for hours. But when I have to pay attention and grind, then then I I can't do it. Yeah. That's what broke me with this, is that it was too much I had to pay attention. Or otherwise, the attacks just do not work. And And the damage is too too low oh i also didn't deliver any letters either i collected a lot of letters but i didn't bother to deliver any, any of them <laughs> i didn't care about that part it just didn't interest me to go look for people you don't want people to get their mail no they don't need their mail Bird. it's weird i spent two years delivering you know having helping people send out packages now i'm like screw you people digital people you don't get your packages <laughs> so. no mail for you it's just your angst coming out <laughs> yes five years of working for a company i'm like no more packages <laughs> I don't want to see your packages anymore now. But uh, too many letters. What is ten dollars to get shipped us there? That's ridiculous. It should be twenty five cents. Well, go to the post office. So that's my I've completed I, this game, and I will say that once you get near the end of completing it, it is really tedious because it's like a one star piece hidden in this random spot that you happen to miss. Yeah, that that's too much for me. I any game I play, I never go for I almost never go for 100 percent when it comes to little things like that. Like we played Infamous 2 not that long ago for the show. I did all the side missions, but I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to look for blast shards. Like I, I've never been a person to look for little things in a game. I mean, it's not well, a it depends on the game for sure. But I feel like that Paper Mario is actually pretty short compared to other RPGs. Oh, it so is. I mean, yes. that one's fine for me to complete. See, I when I first played it, I did the hundred percent too, but that was also because there really wasn't much else to play. And as a you know, high school student with no real income, you made <laughs> you stretched a game because you weren't getting another one for a while. So you just uh-huh. you, you looked for anything to perfect it and just keep playing. So I did it, but like when replaying it for this, it was like, nope, I'm I'm just gonna go through it. <laughs> like a lot of it came back to me, but I just wanted to redo the story and have some fun with it. So I that's, I feel you on both sides. That's enough. I. I also got to say, I really like the cast of characters in this that you get. Like, I like the idea, like, it starts off, like, the game kind of shows you right away. You start in a Goomba town pretty quickly after you get kicked out of the castle, which really felt like Mario RPG. And, like, you know, you have, the, the, the your team is a bunch of the normally enemies from Mario games. I, I really like that. Like, that was a nice, you know, combination. Like, you have, you know, you have a Goomba, you have a Koopa, you have a flying Koopa, you have a bomb, you have a fish. Yeah, and Lady. I thought it was really fun, like how you got the characters too, and they each have their own little side story. Yeah, there were there were definitely three dimensional characters in that sense. Like you, like you want to see them come back. Like, like I want to see more of what they're doing and where they are. Unfortunately, Most of I would take all of them. I did not like for some stupid reason. I did not like the flying Koopa, the mailman guy. <laughs> That's because like there's more timing with that one. That's why you didn't like him. <laughs> that I couldn't get his move off. To be fair, but. <laughs> I had a hard time with his move. He was the hardest one for me with his kick. I so you didn't like down. his character, or you just didn't like using him? I didn't like using him. I also didn't like how he had to fly me over spots. It irritated me that Mario can't just jump over. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a double jump. I mean, I get the you know that uh, that one jump, but I wanted more distance. I don't know. I just didn't care for him. This is like the strangest nitpicking of an RPG. I yeah. <laughs> what I got. I don't know. He was my least... He's also the only character I didn't get upgraded to when I finished this game. Because I must, I must have missed one block somewhere, so he didn't get upgraded. Everybody else got upgraded, but not him. So I think I the like last that on one that I always upgrade is the Goomba, because I like never use him. I really game. like that Goomba. I don't remember his name, but I really like him. Goomba Rio. 
He's awesome. I don't know why. I I actually used him in the final boss fight. Oh, I <laughs> Bowser with me a lot. I feel like Watt's attack is really, you know, the control is really simplistic, and he hits hard once you upgrade him. So yeah, I like always use that one. I don't know what it was with me and Gumbario. Like I didn't use him for like a large chunk of the game, but then I was like, okay, you're my guy, and Gumbario's always with me. <laughs> I got nothing. But that's another yeah, charm I don't of this like game. Using him. You can use different characters. You can. It doesn't affect anything. Like it doesn't. You know, like all the characters are good. What they give you, even yep. the Lakitu, which I didn't really, I didn't use much. I got him so late, I didn't like his attack. You can use like every good, character to beat the game, and that's a good balance. Yeah, and they all have their own special ability over the map as well. Like when you're just mm-hmm. running around, and I was like mm-hmm. that. I did too. It was a good combination. I mean, it's nice they all have like they all have you know their their advantage. I also spun all the time constantly because I was always trying to go fast. <laughs> There's actually a badge that makes you go extra fast when you spin. I had that on most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I always have that one on. Until I had it unequipped because I needed room for other badges. Because later on, I was trying to play more smarter and use better badges and actually try versus just screwing around. Yeah, especially with like the defense badges, the offense badges that give you more attack, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that actually helps. All those were equipped. I, I leveled up my badges a bunch later on. I just didn't mess with flower power as much. But I had items, so I was okay. Like, I, I had, when I would use flower power, I had a bunch of syrups with me. Okay. I just didn't like. And honestly, like, once you get, like, a certain amount of stars, you I just use the star attack all the time as well. Uh, I did sometimes, but again, <laughs> the me has issues with attacks like that. Like, I, I like to save them forever. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying it's one thing I do. <laughs> I don't work. But I did use the star power. I tried. It just, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I played this game very weird. I guess. <laughs> but I fought I fought all the bosses that I could. I even, was there any reason to fight in that big red Koopa that you get Not near really. the end? Okay. I killed There's him. There's no, like, you can do it or you can not do it. I thought I'd get something for it. Like, so I went, the guy told me, oh, you can go beat him. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, uh, what, nothing happened. <laughs> Well, it opens up the path, and you need the path to be open for one of your, like, random side quests. I forget if it's letters or if it's something else like that. It's one of the oh. random side quests. Okay. I mean, I did it just because, like, you give me an optional boss, I'm, I'm going to take them out. In most, in, I, that's, I enjoyed this game enough that I wanted to do that. So I did have fun. And I really did enjoy the witty dialogue of this game. That has to be, we have to talk about that a little bit. Like, the that's writing in this game is great. It is really good. Intelligence systems are really good when it comes to dialogue. I mean, they do the Fire Emblem series too, so they've they've got a pedigree for RPGs and for for writing. And I love the way they they took on the Mario universe because it's it's such a lighthearted universe. And then they pretty much kill Mario right at the beginning of the game. And I'm like, yep, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I also like how you can avoid enemies in this game if you want to. I think that's a good feature or the fact that you can hit them to get like a first attack. So you do more damage. I enjoyed all those features of it. Again, it reminded me of Crown Trigger and my RPG, but I got a shot at Crown Trigger when I can. <laughs> the game doesn't get enough love, you know. Are you kidding? Like everyone who plays retro loves Chrono Trigger. I know. It was, I, I just, my favorite game of all time. So I have to reference it whenever I can. That's all. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're going to shoehorn it in. <laughs> I always do. Episode 100, if you want to hear three hour talking about that game. So. I also think that this game did a good job of having many different areas that really like they're very separate enough and they all kind of, you know, include the person that joins your that joins your team at the time, you know, really compliments them and as they're helping you succeed. And I really I thought that was very good, too. Yeah, I always thought that was fun. What was your favorite world? Like, which was your favorite chapter? I really like the plant place for some reason. Hmm. You know, it reminded me of Banjo-Kazooie. That's more puzzly. 
I was. You think I was using plain legit? Come on now, I'm using a guy. <laughs> but no, probably my favorite would be the. To be fair, probably the Yoshi's Island place. I like the jungle. Fat Yoshi. I like that too. <laughs> and I just really enjoyed and the fish. I used the fish for a bit after I got them until I switched back to Goomberio late in the game. But that fish was my go-to guy for a little bit. Nice. I really I love the why. toy box. The shy guys are so funny, and I just love <sighs> how they're like running from you. It's ridiculous. I I did not like that part as much. It looks cool. I don't know. I don't like shy guys. I mean, I think they look cool, but I don't like, I like shy guys. What? They're so fun. Thank you. Shy guys are great. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. The toy box. I wasn't. I mean, I was annoyed at the toy box, but it's a really cool level. It's everything leading up to. It, I think it's really good where the the townsfolk everything stolen from them. That was all really well done. Yeah, I like the toy box and 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 shy, how could you not like shy guys? They're one of the big takeaways from Mario too. I mean, I like yeah. shy guys. I just didn't like them. I didn't like fighting them in this game for some reason. Oh. I feel like in the Paper Mario series too, they have like a pretty good you know part in it. At least with the newer games as well. I agree. You gotta like the shy guys. Yeah, the shy guys stick around. Shy guys are in all the Yoshi games also, and yeah. then in all the Paper Marios. I mean, they are one of my favorite Mario characters. I just didn't like fighting them in this game for some reason. I don't know. I don't have. I was having. A, I was struggling with them a little bit. I think when I first got there, I don't think I was equipped right. That's most likely what the issue was. So. Well, their attacks really vary in the game too. Like they jump differently. It's harder to time because each one has a slightly different movement. That was one of my small issues was the fact that the timing for defense is so important. Like you have to be good at defense in this game, or you will not get through the game. Yeah, and that kind of bugged me i like it like because my rpg i don't do the defense almost ever i just do the attack because i didn't need to do the defense because i just leveled up enough but in this game i felt like you need to yes. or you will not get through it well that and the fact that there's only a 10 item limit that you can hold which i think is probably the, the biggest shortcoming of this game uh you know an rpg you just want to hold as many items as possible yeah but i didn't like that i could only hold 10 and i also didn't realize till way late in this game you could use items outside battle Way, way too late. <laughs> World six or seven is when I figured out. Wow, oh, I hit down C. Wow. Well, to be fair, my controller doesn't have a down C button. It just had a right joystick on my Steam Deck, so I didn't think much about the C buttons. <laughs> this is why you should play with the original controller. Oh, the, the 60, I have an N sixty four controller that that's USB, but it doesn't work on Steam Deck. <laughs> I couldn't have played this legit. I I just didn't want to. I guess I could still have bought it on Wii U, couldn't I? Yeah. You could. I, I think the last time I played it, I was on my Wii U. It's also on Switch on the N64 oh, app, yeah. and you could buy the N64 controller and play it that way, too. Okay. Yeah, I am happy I that it exists game. legally for people. Like, I'm very glad that this that this game has been preserved in ways that people can experience it on today on modern hardware. I just I just didn't want to play. I wanted to play in the Steam Deck. I didn't want to play in the Switch. Even though the Switch probably would have been better because it has rewind, but... I'd rather, I just, I love the Steam Deck. The same state, save states too. I know, but Steam Deck is bigger, bigger screen. I have a, I have a Switch, uh, Switch Lite. Okay. So I, it's too so small. The OLED me. screen is pretty good. Yeah, I haven't bought a, I haven't bought a real Switch yet again. Someday. <laughs> I kind of want one sometimes, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I just don't care enough right now. Um, I like cheap games, and Switch doesn't have cheap games like that. Switch has Not the ones I want. <laughs> Not the ones yeah, I want. You want to play all those indie titles? Come on. <laughs> no. Just play cheap games. Indie, indie titles are great. Yeah, they are, but I just buy, I buy Nintendo for Nintendo games. And that's the issue. Well, Nintendo games will never be cheap because they... Yeah, that's the other issue. <laughs> that's my other issue with Nintendo. 
Alyssa, how dare have... they have value of their games? I know. I agree. <laughs> Same. I mean, after three years, drop your value. Simple as that. Do what Ubisoft does. Make games, sell them for 60 bucks, then like three months later, 20 bucks. You know? <laughs> no, I know. I, I I don't mind. It just gets me after a couple of years. That's all. Like Breath of the Wild should not be 50 bucks still. That's another, or 60 bucks. That's all another story. Well, and... if it's still selling for 60 bucks, there's no oh, reason to lower the price. <laughs> we have this every Right, time. exactly. <laughs> Only lower the price when when they're not selling anymore. That's why coupons exist. You don't get coupons on things that are, you know, <laughs> selling like hotcakes. You get it on the stuff that's sitting in the back room and they're trying to move. Well, I, I understand the reason. I just don't like it. That's all. <laughs> well, then blame everybody who's loving Nintendo. I will buying them. <laughs> yeah, feel free to blame me because I am so the pre-order yep. person. Same. <laughs> I'm not, but that's because I pre-ordered Breath of the Wild, so I've never gotten past the first plateau. So, oh my god, <laughs> one day. One day. Uh, there's a homework assignment for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to go on the show so I make myself finally play it one day. <laughs> and Alyssa, did you have a favorite character out of your team? Ooh, I say Cooper. I I used him a lot. And I don't know. I, he looked cute. Cute little, you know, bandana thing around his neck. <laughs> so I used him a lot. That was probably my favorite guy. Okay. I like Cooper, too. I used him a bit in the beginning. And then I just kind of, as I got other characters, he didn't stick with me. But I really like him, too. Yeah, he was I one of the few things. a lot. I remembered, so I forgot most other characters. Is that why you used him? Because you forgot other characters existed? <laughs> no, <laughs> I just I liked his attack. I really liked his attack for a while. You get you get to an obstacle, and you're like, "Why can't I get past Cooper? Help me!" Oh, oh, I, there's other characters I could switch to. What? I didn't know. It's <laughs> only what I remembered from back in the day. Like this is. I don't think I got too much farther. For a little bit, I would switch as I got new characters, and then after a while, I kind of just stuck with the people. Back I was to used old to. faithful. You Mario in the end. I think that's normal though. I mean, when you get when you get a certain character or a certain weapon that you really like, and it's just like, oh, I'm just gonna stick with this, or until you get that one enemy that you can't use it anymore, and you got to go out of your comfort zone and discover a new favorite. But at least in this game, like it doesn't mean since they don't have levels, the whole idea is that you have to get you know boxes that then let you upgrade the character. I had, I mean, I like I said I had everybody upgrade but one person. And that was it because I just couldn't find one box at some point. But I was looking for him, so. I don't know where it was. You had a walkthrough. How'd you miss it with a walkthrough? I wasn't using the walkthrough for everything. I was trying to play the game, just explore it. Then when I couldn't figure out what to do, then I'd look at the walkthrough and I'd go back to just playing. I did a little bit of both. Oh, okay. It seems kind of convenient. I didn't use it for word for word. And here I was picturing you like walking into a room, pausing, reading the walkthrough for that room, doing everything, walking to the next room, pause, looking at (laughs) the. It wasn't that bad. It was mainly just for like whenever I get stuck. Anytime I got confused and I wasn't sure exactly, I'd look, okay, where where should I go now? All right, then I would play, just kind of play and explore. Because this game is pretty easy to do that for the most part. There'd just be things I didn't want to miss that I wouldn't have found otherwise. That's understandable. And there were a few times I got stuck where I didn't like, example, in the Yoshi's Island part, I, I think I had to move some bushes. And it was something I was missing that I had to click on that took me a bit to realize. That was probably one of the baby Yoshis. I was missing one of them for a little bit. I had to go back and find them. But just little things. I mean, I would use it sometimes for star pieces until later on I just stopped caring for star pieces because they didn't seem as important to me. Like, I bought the badges that I wanted from the guy that interested me, so I wasn't missing anything I cared about. Yeah, at a point, the rest is just completionist. You know, if you wanted to be a completionist about it, then you could totally do it. But not all the badges that guy sells are necessary at all. No, I had I, I bought I had everything I that I wanted. I I saved up and got the badges I wanted from him, and I'm like, well, I'm fully set up the way I want to be, and I'm content with my setup. So it, it felt it felt unnecessary at that point to do anything else. 
I do like one thing about this game. It has a hub town where you have the toad town is the hub town and everything else kind of, you know, branches off from it. And it does a good job of that. It does a very good job of having the world's each level feel very unique and fit the story of, you know, how you're trying to find the star spirits, which again, more and more ties to, you know, Super Mario RPG. Did you get all of the warp pipes in the little tunnels mm-hmm. underneath toad town? Oh, I enjoyed those. I went down the sewer and did like all that. That's like my favorite things to unlock is everything in the tunnels. That was cool. I like how it also makes you use all your all your buddies, too, mm-hmm. which was a nice touch. I mean, one thing I could see being kind of screwing people over if you don't pay attention is you could miss one of the dungeons because if you don't find all the plant guys and get all the seeds, you won't get that find that dungeon you need. Yeah. I could see that being an issue. I mean, I didn't have that issue because I would just I just found them all. I wasn't even really using the guide. I just found them as exploring. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty out in the open, not too hard to find. But I mean, you can easily look it up also where they're at. And it's yeah. not like it's a long trek in that game. <laughs> no, this this game does a good job letting you backtrack and with the with the tunnel so nothing ever feels overwhelming. Which I appreciated. Yeah, it's very well designed. When you were in the tunnels, did you bump into that uh mole guy that was trying to sell you items for sixty four coins? I think I, I did, yeah, and I bought some I bought some stuff off him because it told me to. The guy did. <laughs> Because I always consult guides when it comes to some somebody just randomly selling you stuff. For I will always double check. Like in Hollow Knight, for example, you have that one guy that's selling you charms. I'm like, hey, we're not buying nothing from you until I read to see if you're actually legit or not. <laughs> well, I mean, that game is more Dark Soulsy, and you don't trust anything in Dark Souls. With save states, what does it matter? You save, buy, see what happens, and you just reload, right? Well, Hollow Knight, I didn't have save states, so <laughs> I'd be Hollow Knight legit. So <laughs> that's his badge of honor. Mike walks around with a shirt. I beat Hollow Knight legit. How many games are on that list? <laughs> it depends on how many I can't cheat. If I can't cheat, I beat them legit. That's all. <laughs> but first, so, try to cheat every time. I do. If I can, I will. We'll save state, yeah. But that's not, that's that's just how I play. But no, I, I enjoyed the sewer stuff. I, I thought that was cool. I just I looked up with that guy, but yeah, I spent some coins when I just got tired of it. I also was able to get max coins whenever I needed to because you get the gambling games with the pipe with the blocks you mm-hmm. can do and it was safe that I could see which one Bowser so I would just you know pay the coins and get oh, all the boxes <laughs> to refill my cheater. coins <laughs> so just refill my coins when I needed coins damn you dirty cheater Mike I am that's abusing fine. the system hey safeties are wonderful they really are isn't it funny how there's always like a gambling aspect to Mario RPG games <laughs> yep <laughs> like a casino hidden somewhere that you need to go find i never did the casino on super mario rpg though oh it's kind of annoying to get into actually but i, I don't know if i ever even have like i know of it but i don't know if i've ever actually done it oh and the one character we haven't talked about is you get to lack you could spike at the at the end of this game or near the end of the game Lama i didn't like Lester. him i did not like him at all it's his transportation well yeah he's he's felt too weak in combat though yeah, I pretty much only ever used him for transportation. Um, and then when you're forced to use him in the game, obviously. But he's not one of the better characters. I don't even like his mechanics for battle. No, I didn't like his special abilities either. Like, I just didn't like him. He just didn't work for me. Like, one of my favorite special abilities was the fish shooting people in the face with water. <laughs> I used that constantly. <laughs> that was one of my go-to abilities late in the game. Like, I just shoot everyone in the face with water. Because it did enough damage. I see you doing that, just like giggling like a hyena as you do I it. I thought it was funny. I, <laughs> I really, I, like I said, I really liked that fish for a while. When I got him, he was my go-to guy for a, until I started getting all the power-ups, and then I got, and then near the end, Gumbario joined me because I was fighting too many enemies where it just wasn't working. I would tattle a lot because I wanted to see their HP. 
I also love the fact that you can. There's a badge that shows you the enemy's HP. I had it, but that cost. But that cost points. Oh, but dear. tattling costs a turn. Exactly. But if you fight the same enemies over and over again, then you already know. Or if you save state, you can see what their actual bosses and then reload. Never oh done it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, like I actually uh, only did that like once or twice. I was usually just I was content. I wanted to see their HP. So. Y- you know there how there's like Alcoholics Anonymous. There needs to be like a Cheaters Anonymous, and and you you really need to go to some meetings, Mike. <laughs> be like, I, mean, I like I... cheat code and beating games that are out of my power to beat normally. <laughs> well, part of it is just the speed that I have to do it at. For the show, that's well. Even before the show, the same way. There's a difference between using a cheat code and abusing the cheat power, and and you're abusing at this point. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know if I would have kept playing this game otherwise. I don't think all the the button stuff would have kept me into it because the leveling system I didn't like it personally. So I don't know if it would have kept me going. I think that's what dropped me off this game years ago was the leveling system. So the real reason you finished this game was not for for the podcast, but was the fact that you can cheat and abuse, and that yes. gave you the power and to finish it for the podcast. Yeah, the patience to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I wasn't good at time. I'm not super good at timing, and especially if you get into a stressful situation where you're like, okay, I'm down to the last. You know, he's almost done. I got him, and then like you mess up on a you know an ability and take double damage like that. I'm not okay with, especially in a case where I can't. Like, it's your RPG, I could just grind and grind and grind to my heart's content and feel like I, you know, and I feel like I'm getting more stuff where in this game, I didn't feel that way. Plus, I couldn't carry enough items and the items you do, like, like I don't think you can even buy Ultra Shrooms, can you? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, ultra Shrooms are just 20, right? Down below. Huh? I think Ultra, well, Ultra Shrooms, tw- no, those are like, what, 60 or 50? I had a couple ultra of them, but I didn't. Ultra Shrooms are 120 in the shop, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I I know I bought them. I don't think I had bought them because I would have I would have stocked them. Even then, I just didn't. I mean, again, I had the ability to, but and then you the, can go cook the ultra shrooms with like the the jelly lady. that they give you. Yeah, with that lady, and then you have a super item. Oh, I did do. I did cook a few things, but I never cooked any of the ultra shrooms with jelly. But Why that's cool. would he have to? Because he just save state probably after every turn, and if you I know, did sometimes much damage, yeah. I still use. There's I no starting back from the save block, only save states. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think, Mike, I think after this episode, you need to change the name of your podcast to Games My Mind. My Mom Found Me Cheating At. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. It was simple, maybe, but it's not simple. <laughs> uh, how, I, how I play. It's how I enjoy. So that's what matters, <laughs> right? That's all that matters. <laughs> or as Ninja would say, I'm just cheating myself. In the great words of that idiot streamer. So is he even still around? I'm assuming. I'm I don't guessing he is. <laughs> Another thing that was interesting with this game is the way you get power-ups for your weapons. Like, you get better boots, you get better hammer as the game progresses, which increase the attack power. I, I did like that. I mean, I would have rather been able to buy more stuff, but it was a, it's a, it's a simple simple mechanic, and it works for this game. Yeah, I like that. I think that. that's a really fun aspect, but I think they carry it over a little bit better in the GameCube paper mario when they do the upgrades for the weapons because it actually has more of an impact oh i am definitely interested to play thousand year door now <laughs> so i i'm 100 percent on board for that one because i i've been meaning, i've been needing to play that game for years i think you should play that one last why because it's the best kind of <laughs> it just goes down the 3ds one next yes yes do sticker <laughs> star next Alyssa, what do you say <laughs> Well, I haven't played Sticker Star, but I vote Color Splash or Origami King. 
Color Splash is really cool. Is that the Wii yeah, U? That's really underrated. I, I have a Wii U that doesn't get used. <laughs> it's a Wii U. The last time I played Wii U was when I had to play Pokemon Snap. The Wii U has a, Wii U. a great library that most people just didn't play, and a lot of that is now ported to the Switch, and people are able to play it in there. Well, I, I have a Color Splash never ported over. I wonder why they haven't done that yet. Because it uses the gamepad for the battles and stuff. And you oh, it actually uses the gamepad brilliantly, too. Brilliantly, it's like yeah. made to be for that. It's so cool. That's yeah. cool. I, mean, I don't know if I even own it. If I don't, I'll have to pick it up sometime. Because I wouldn't mind. Wii U shouldn't be expensive. Wii U games. I well, Wii U. that game, it still sells for its full, you know, oh. regular retail price. <laughs> yeah, because I used to have because it. Mario. Didn't have it. Yeah, and then I tried looking for it again. I was like, oh, it sucks. Because even on the eShop, too. It's sold for the same. You can't even price. add funds to eShop anymore. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's ending in, in March, so. No, I would only buy physical for that because I just I like physical for Nintendo games. Just so what else. you're saying is you have an N64 cartridge of Paper Mario, then? So I don't know. <laughs> my 64 games aren't what I used to own is at my parents' house still. I gotta go get it back. I don't know if I do or not. I might because I I know I played this game when I was younger. And I thought I might have owned it, but just. Never finished it. This I don't know. Games my mom found that I left in her basement still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, I didn't come up with the name for the podcast. Someone else did. But we're, just we're adjusting it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Make it more accurate. Yes. But one of the worlds that I, I want to, one of the things I liked, or one thing I want to talk about, like you have the mummy, like you have like mummy references in this game. And you go to the, Des- the Dry Dry Outpost. I thought that was really cool. And there's a lot of Zelda references there too, where the, the the rat you have to go talk to his her name is Sheik or something she turns out to be a, pr- a princess or something mm-hmm. I, I thought I didn't catch that until someone told me but like okay that's cool I, I really like that no it has a lot of really fun little things like if you talk to all the people it's hilarious like some of them just say the silliest stuff but I mean of course you'd have to take the time to talk to all the people I talked to some people <laughs> I did talk to some as the game progressed less and less but I did talk to some. Like the Yoshi's Island, I talk to almost everybody because I love Yoshi's. I'm a big fan did of you, Yoshi's. Did you look at Luigi's books and stuff? Oh, the diary was <laughs> fantastic. His diaries. So funny. I, found, I heard about it on one of my YouTube videos. Wait, you, you didn't actually do it yourself, though? No. Oh, my God. That's one of the best parts on, of the like... game. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know about it. It wasn't in a YouTube video. I saw it, someone talk about it. And by then, the game was already deleted off my Steam Deck. So Wait, oh. you, you, you deleted it already? Yeah. I beat it and delete oh, my, my save, delete the game, move on. You even delete your save? Yeah, I delete everything. Move on. Wow, that's that's <laughs> harsh. No turning back for my. <laughs> nope. The only game still on my Steam Deck that I haven't completely finished is Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memory because I didn't beat Riku's final boss. Because fuck that fight. So, but it's there in case I want to try again. Damn, that's ruthless. After the podcast, the games are dead to him. <laughs> I, I guess so. Well, I mean, I I gotta keep going. So <laughs> you gotta keep no, going, just, but you don't have to. Delete them and delete your save, even. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just do that sometimes now. I just move on completely. Like, because last time I go back to a game, I want to play it again from the beginning. Like, I have multiple games for the show that I went back and played from start to finish again. Even games that weren't for the show. It's just that's how I am. If I'm going to replay a game, I like to play it from the beginning and start over. I don't know. It's just how I am. It's brutal. <laughs> I don't keep that's, saves that, anymore. That poor save, too. Like, I'll delete <laughs> sys- games if I need, need space, but not, I'll always keep the save data. Because I worked hard for that save data. And I want to start over. It's the experience. Mike's but you can, you can, Usually there's multiple <laughs> save files, so you just start over on a different save file, but you keep your original save file. No, not anymore. I used to. Damn. I don't do it anymore. That's cold. 
It's just not how I am anymore. <laughs> I gotta. Another area that I do want to talk, like we talked about a little bit about the toy box. I think the toy box is a very creative thing. That's yes. how they do it. Like I got confused that one part with the toy train where the guy's like, it's a toy train. What am I supposed to do with it? And I had to go. Then I was like, hmm. So I went back and you throw it in the toy box. And then it is a, you know, a train big enough for the toy box. I thought that I really got a kick out of that little thing. It's very clever. It amused me a lot. I just think I that toy train has been deleted. <laughs> the gourmet guy. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's and we haven't talked about the, the peach moments that are in here that are in between worlds that kind of break it up like an intermission. And they, those are kind of cool. Those, those kind of fun. That's Being like peach. a Paper Mario staple. Okay. It's yeah. Really awesome. I liked it. I, I I like seeing Peach have more to do in the game instead of just being damsel in distress. So, I mean, though she was still damsel in distress, at least a little bit more. At least she's trying to help you. They yeah. actually, <laughs> they play on that whole thing. If you ever play Mario Luigi Paper Jam, which is the crossover where both peaches are captured, the Mario and Luigi peach and paper peach, and they're held in like a bar cell, but they're in the Mario and Luigi world. And, you know, peach is obviously trapped and paper peach is like, I'm going to go take care of some stuff. And she turns herself sideways and just goes through the, the bar <laughs> and real peach is looking like, wait a minute, like what the heck? <laughs> okay. You have my attention. I, I really want to play the Mario Luigi Superstar Saga game someday because I played the first one through emulation a long ass time ago. I didn't have a GBA and I just never got around to them again. They're also really good. Rip Alpha Dream. <laughs> so I'm tr- trying to play more of these old games I never got around to. You got a lot of episodes just going through the, the Mario RPG mm-hmm. series. Yeah. I also use I used Bombette a little bit, especially more toward the end of the game when I got one of her like some of her really good abilities, like she was very useful for taking out tons of enemies quickly. I but she was I one of my. She has a pretty decent multi attack. I thought um, Cooper had a really good multi attack. Also, when you would kick his shell all the way across and mm-hmm. hit everybody. Yeah, I use the flaming shell too. He's a flaming shell. <laughs> yeah, if you have a, him as super rank, so not just a regular rank, but you rank, rank him up twice. Yeah, he has like a fire, like flaming shell. He can do. That's cool. I did that, but I didn't. I didn't use him after that. But well, I was. I moved on. I was using other character. But I did use his other ability all the time. But Bombette had became my go-to when there's a big group because she could blow the shit out of everybody, even in the air. It didn't matter. Replaying this game using Bombette just gave me PTSD for Origami Gang. I know. <laughs> I agree. I was like, no. I'm assuming she doesn't have a good fate in Origami King from the sound of this. Oh. No, it's just it's a similarity to another character. You'll have yeah. to play and see. But yeah, okay. it's just like, oh, no. I wanted to say something about it, but I didn't want to spoil for anything. Yeah. So I, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to play Origami King someday. I, I really do. This this got very, me interested to good game. play more of the series. So beautiful. I mean, this game also still looks really good for 64. It does. Which yeah. 64 can't always say. Oh, it aged beautifully, and it, it doesn't even look like a 64 game. No. Right. I, I mean, think the that's just it. So many 64 games were trying that like 3D look, and this one was not doing it. It was just like, no, this is what, what we're good. going to do for this. <laughs> because when you try to emulate the whole idea of like, hey, we're going to look realistic, and that era did not end well. Seriously. <laughs> but when you go with something more stylistic like this, it, it works well. Uh, one boss we haven't talked about that I or that I want to talk about is the Koopa that keeps following you around that you fight after every world. Oh yeah, he's oh, baby Koopa. <laughs> I liked him a lot. I like how he got demon wings at one point and he has a staff. Like, I just, I like how he keeps changing to try to beat you and you just keep kicking his ass. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. No, I, I like thought he was cool music that goes on when he comes in. Like, he's some redneck little Koopa kid <laughs> that you're going to beat up. 
you beat the shit out of him so many times. Like there's one time when you fight him and he swims after you. So you start the fight and he's at half HP. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, that that's creative. At the end, he was like, oh, I should have flown over here because then I wouldn't have lost HP. <laughs> it was funny. Or getting over there with a whale. I thought that was cool. Like, there were just lots of little moments that I really enjoyed. Like there's the whole thing with, you know, you go to a boo mansion, you have to do like little puzzles to get in there and they don't want to let you in. And when you get Lady Bo and like you have ghosts are all getting eaten by this boss. I really, I thought that was really cool. I think that's what really sums up the Paper Mario series is just how charming it is. It's incredibly charming. Like each one of the stories has that going for it. Completely agree. That's cool. Cause I, I, I was definitely charmed. Like I played this game with sound on which people who know me, that's not an every time thing. And I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the gameplay, the sound effects. Like it was all just really like I had a really good time playing this game. Even if I did cheat, I still had a really good time. Like I really enjoyed all, all the moments and the banter and the, the conversations people say and the, the dumb shit that goes on. Like it was all just really good. And the graphics, everything is so pretty still like, and like they do make, and I like how they make use of them, the whole, you know, paper stuff. Like you, like you guys from, you know, with the other game, like, you know, they do this with, you know, in this game, he just goes through things. So he's paper. Yeah. But that, I did see that goes on further. Okay. I like that. And Luigi's diary that he's talking about how he's something about ghosts. I think it's written in there. Yeah. There's a hint a, towards Luigi's mansion because it came oh, out. That before. was really cool. That's an underrated game. I don't think people give that game enough love. Luigi's mansion is amazing. All three of them are. I haven't played the other two yet. I want to. I, I really do. I need to play Dark Mirror Neck. I just haven't gotten around. I own it. I just haven't gotten around to it. But uh, another thing that, like, one thing I have to mention, because Mario RPG, like, where you go to the whole Star Hill, and all I could see was Mario RPG Star Hill. That's 100% the same place in my in my head. I'm like, this is cool. I mean, it's what they were going for. They just, you know, had to file off the serial numbers because, you know, they couldn't copy, but it was great. And it is nice that this game goes a different route. And, they, you know, instead of going the route of having, you know, Bowser join you, you have just different minions join you. I think that is that something that sticks around with all the Mar- with all the Paper Mario games. Definitely, no, not all of them. Most well, of them. Well, yeah, I'm not guess. saying it's going yeah. with. There, there are sadly some that don't have the minions in the same degree as the first. Well, I game. guess I mean, are we talking the Wii one? Well, the Wii one's a different beast altogether. It's a different right. style game. It's a very different but, game. But but the writing is beautiful in that too. It's just hilarious. Yeah. And if you like the whole paper turning and thing, then you'll love the Wii one. Okay. And it's more of a platformer, so I think you'd have more patience for it, honestly. Oh, yeah. I yeah. suck at platformers, so. <laughs> Maybe not. But I'd play it. Oh, I'd cheat. I wouldn't play it legit. Come on now. doesn't matter. But yeah, no, I, I this got me wanting to play more Paper Mario games completely. Like, I, it's a series that I've completely overlooked for years and just didn't care. And now I'm completely interested. That's awesome. It did its job. Seriously, I love that. So even though I cheated, I, I you know, it got me more interested. To, to, like I had a thousand, I have Thousand Year Door sitting on my on my shelf, like next to me. I've been looking at it. I bought that game years ago, just never got around to it. Do yourself a favor and really play it, like without the cheating. You would never beat it. True. <laughs> 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 hey, I got, I got, I got my own badges where I beat Bloodborne legit, and I beat Dark Souls one and two. But yeah. That's, this, I didn't have a choice. So, uh, anything you guys still want to mention that we haven't brought up yet for Paper Mario? I wanted to talk about the last world, the winter one with the penguins. What did you guys think about oh, that yes. one? No, we should. Herringway. The murder <laughs> mystery. <laughs> I like that. That was good. I like how they don't let you leave. Like, there's a penguin guarding the tunnel. And he's like, no, you're not going anywhere. And they don't even check the body because he's not dead. He just... <laughs> yeah. 
sick. No, I think that part's really cute. And I, I just love that the penguins, like, actually have expressions. Like, as simple as the the aesthetic of the game is, they really are very expressive. Yeah, no, that, that was really clever. And I love when they really do things like that that are outside the box. Like, not what you're expecting to happen. Like, what Mario's right. framed for murder? Like, what? I was not <laughs> expecting that going into this game. Uh, Where his wife lies. She's like, I told him not to go in there. He just barged in when she tells you to, yeah. to go in and go see your husband. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, yeah. I got a kick out of that. It was a cool world, too. I didn't really enjoy the the, the dungeon as much for that place, but I, I did enjoy the Penguin Town, too. I like the dungeon. I thought it was clever. I like the boss yeah. for that place. Which was the boss again for that one? The one that like Canada. it like mirror like it um uh, oh, <laughs> trying to explain like they like mirror like it when you first meet them they like mirror your partner that you have you know yeah that was funny I I did get a kick out of that where you you have to guess which one's your partner and if you hit yeah. the wrong one they all attack you <laughs> yeah uh, I thought that was good you kind of tell though because they'll insult you they're like you're an idiot Mario <laughs> it's like you're a moron I'm like oh that's the right one to hit then that was very creative. And, like, you know, having the ability to hit enemies beforehand is really nice. And if you have, like, I had the badges on that let me just run over weak enemies so I didn't have to fight them. Yeah. I like that, too. But you didn't get anything for it. But I guess you don't get anything for fighting weak enemies anyway. So. Pretty much. Yeah. Which I don't like. But that's an RPG thing. So I, I well, it's all RPGs. I mean, even even like more traditional RPGs, when you fight weak enemies, you get experience, but it's not worth your time. And it's not that they like Mario the Paper Mario actually lowers it, you know, until you get zero star bits. In, in other RPGs, they just raise the amount of experience you need to level that what used to give you five experience, which was half a level, is now nothing. So it's not worth your time. I still prefer that because I will fight everybody just for the hell of it when I play games. There there are more modern RPGs. There's conveniences that will just like if you're so many levels above, you'll just instantly kill them and you'll just get the rewards or it'll just auto battle for you. I prefer that, too. Yeah. I mean, I play a <laughs> video game. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't hey, not. have to exhibit any skill. I'm not, I don't play games for skill. There's no skill. There's just experiencing the story. I know I could read a book, I know. But still. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of some of the other worlds. Oh, like you have the Goomba King, which I thought was amusing fighting him. I really enjoyed the Koopa Town a lot. I also enjoy how like every town you go to, they need your help for something, which is what leads to why people join you. So I, I thought, I mean, again, very old RPG aesthetic, but I enjoyed that fact. I like when you go to a town and help people. <laughs> Simple thing, but I always get a kick out of that. So who is everybody's go-to character? I don't think we I know we touched a little bit about it, but I just want to hear what your guys' like go-to was. I don't think I asked Sarah what yours was. I would say I go in between Watt and Bombette, depending on who I'm fighting. I like using Watt a lot though. Watt was good. And Barry, who was your go-to? Watt. Once I got him, oh. I just loved him. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> He was, he was the one character that, like, he's not from a... I mean, I don't think there's any enemy like that in the Mario series, is it? Yeah, a little sparky. They're, yeah, it goes around the blocks. Not, yeah, they, you can't kill them. They just go around the block. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. And what about you, Alyssa? I think you said... Or did you already answer that question, I think, right? Yeah, I liked Cooper a lot. Okay. And no one fixed the lack of two, just like it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he was my least favorite character. I was all excited when I got him. I thought, okay, the last character you get, he's going to be good. And I'm like... You're doing less damage than my other people. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you did less damage than my fish. So I'll keep my fish. And a shooter the uh, And for me, it was a toss-up. It was the fish. It was Gumbario. It kind of varied a little bit as the game progressed. Because I tried to use everybody as much as I could just because I enjoyed that. 
Yeah, and I think that's any last things you want to say before we go on to uh, questions, comments, or memories? I got a few. I'm good here. Let's, let's hear them. All right. I got more than I expected, so that made me happy because people were people had stuff to talk about with this game. All right, let's see. First from the I watched the entire Orbital Super Replay. I got a few. First from Sebastian Games. Whenever I get the Switch Online expansion ta- expansion pass, this is a game I really want to check out. You definitely should because it's a good-ass game. And from Brian Brown, this is my favorite game of all time. Glad you're talking about it. I have a lot of thought. One of my favorite quirks about the writing is that all the toads have puns for names. There's Tass T, Rust T, uh, Feist T, etc. Okay. Honestly, the characters' names in general make me laugh. Like, Rest in P. Cheeto, who rips you off most of the time if you give him coins or items. And Can't See Koopa, who wears large glasses. Can't see Koopa. Okay. I didn't catch that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right. Here's another one. I also like to discuss a few Easter eggs from the same guy. Uh, there's a tree in Dryder Outpost that if you run around in circle like seven times, something like that, a guy stops you and tells you he, a vision he had. The vision says something good will happen if you spin jump three times. Then if you go to the fortune teller's house, you get a badge from the ceiling. There's a lone block in Dryder Desert you can hammer. If you hit the block a hundred times, another block with an ultra shroom appears. Damn. There are like okay. so many of those tricks. <laughs> I, I did the one to get the badge where I ran around the tree and did all that, but I could not hit a block a hundred times. That's too much. From Steve Lusiter, it's such a good game, a nice spiritual successor to Super, Paper, Super Mario RPG and a great pre- precursor to the Superstar Saga era games, full of wit, humor, and tongue-in-cheek references with a nice, clean gameplay format. And from Star Myers, friend of the show, a favorite Paper Mario game? Others aren't bad, just pretty different. For those who crave more of the game, please check out Bug Fables, The Everlasting Spring. It is, mechanically speaking, a spiritual successor to the first two Paper Marios, but also such a solid world and story to go along with it. Okay, never heard of it. I but... agree. That game is amazing. I liked it. So I got to the boss, like the B boss, and it just where you're like locked in the machinery and area, and it was just like insanely difficult. Oh, <laughs> what system is that on? Uh, Switch. Um, it's for Switch. Oh, I've never heard of yeah, it. First game. Oh, it's so good. It's like really difficult platforming, but once you get the hang of it, it's great. And it's done in the Paper Mario way, but there's no real end of the journey. Like you and your friends just want to do this because they feel like it. <laughs> okay, really okay. you got my attention. I'm, I added it to my wish list. Maybe at some point I'll get around to it. <laughs> all right, and then from uh, Lila Page Novare, it's my favorite game of all time. I love the aesthetic, the lightheartedness, the active combat, the easier difficulty and shorter length. It's really just a perfect game for me to pick up and enjoy casually, and the new randomizer really has me going back to it. Oh, I can't imagine playing this with a randomizer. But I, I don't like randomizers. I played FF6 randomizer once, and I was like, yeah, didn't work for me. Yeah. And from Carl James Klein, I remember putting a little dot in the cartridge from Hollywood video so I knew which one to rent when my dad would take me there on the weekends as a kid. <laughs> okay. And from Lance Howard, while I prefer the thousand thousand year door, this still this is a great game. I remember renting it way back when I got to the beginning of chapter seven, I think. I went to load my save, but my brother was annoying me, so I wasn't paying attention to leading my save. I was pissed. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. That's when you put a game down and don't go back to it for a year or two. That's what I do whenever I fuck up and something like that happens. Like with Persona 4, I fucked up my save. I put that game down for a year before I went back to it. That's when you wish there were save states in real life. (laughs) Well, I completely fucked up my save. Like I was supposed to, like, instead of going to the dungeon, I thought I had more time than I did. So I was just screwing around doing social links and then realized, surprise, you misread. And now you're screwed. And from Richard, last one I'm going to read from this group, Richard Sampson, friend of the show. I want to say this about the game. Paper Mario was a very interesting take on RPG for Mario that birthed its own series. I know I enjoyed the music of the game and the mix of flat characters in a 3D world was something else. 
I enjoyed playing Peach in those in-between chapter sections. I remember the reactions of the big shy guy when he tastes very good food. Sadly, I can never play through this game again since I had the misfortune to beat this to beat this title on September 11, 2001. I know I'm missing out on a good series, but that day messes all on a psychological level. Yeah, that's not the game you want to beat on that day. So I get that. Like, there's a lot of games that I, well, one like one game I always think of like that will never be re-released is Urban Strike. And from the other group, Nintendo N64 Super Group, I got a few from James Haley. Absolutely love this game. One of my top faves on the N64. Uh, from Brian Ramey, man, this series is a real tragedy. The first game was amazing. The second took everything from the first and made it better. Super Paper Mario was still good, but not as good as the first two. Every game since has sucked. Do you guys have any comments for that? Oh, disagree. no. I disagree. Disagree. I disagree. <laughs> and I, I've heard other people say the same thing. I, I have no experience, but Look, I doubt Different doesn't other mean bad. Dumb. They're different. They have different <laughs> mechanics. It's just you have to get used to the mechanics in the world. That's just it. Okay. From Drew Taylor, I downloaded back in the day on the Wii for nine ninety nine. Definitely worth playing. I remember I, the Wii shop was cool when they had it. I got to say that. And from Tudor Pangle, fantastic game and arguably the best in the series. The tone, the music, the art style, the characters, personality, everything blends together for a beautifully balanced world, excellent gameplay, and a plethora of memorable me- moments. Uh, from Jonas Kritzer, the best game on N64, as well as the all-time best Mario game ever made. All right, that's some high praise there. I don't know if I would say that, but hey, I'll, I'll give it. I wouldn't give <laughs> so, it that, but that, that is definitely high praise. Yes. Uh, from Heather Butcherly, I have so many memories playing this game with my brother. We absolutely loved it, and it's my favorite of the series still to this day. We still have our original save file and our original N64. They didn't delete it like me. And that's that's all I'm going to read. So that's all the comments that we have. All right, and that brings us to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And Barry, why don't you go first? Oh, easy. Easy shelf. I mean, this is definitely <laughs> one of those games that you can go back to. There's so much charm. It's a Mario game. It's a Nintendo game. It's just you know, it's, it's something that you should want to cherish and you should want to, you know, treasure and pass down, you know, not only once you play it, if your kids play it, your grandkids play it, like as it goes on, it gets, it's a timeless game. It still looks fantastic. It plays great. The music is wonderful. The, the writing is, is ingenious and it, I, I don't think, I don't think you should deprive future generations of this title. Okay. Hey, thankfully with it being on Switch and 64, it won't be. Exactly. So more people will experience it. Because it's well worth it. For I forget how much. How much does the expansion pass for Switch online? Uh, I think it's like, like twenty five bucks. I think no. it's an extra thirty or something like that. But if you have the family pass, it's like forty or fifty. But it's you get it for four people, so it's worth it, in my opinion. It does sound worth it, actually. Hey, now you get Goldeneye. So hey, yes, a game that unless if you didn't love it back in the day, don't replay it ever. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't hold up. You don't have nostalgia for it, so. <laughs> I don't know if that played it, but in a long time, I doubt it. <laughs> and Sarah, what about you? Oh, definitely put it on the shelf. I mean, it's in my N64 right now. It just sits there. <laughs> but you didn't play N64. it. It's the same, same cartridge that I had as a kid. Well, I've been playing lots of other games. I mean, Harry Potter, <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy just came out. So pretty busy. I keep forgetting that exists. But I also, <laughs> new games mean nothing to me. Especially because you can't true. cheat in them as well. Right. Yeah, that is, you don't need to as much, to be honest. So there's that. And Alyssa, what about you? Definitely shelf. I mean, this game is a little bit lower on my uh, Paper Mario totem pole, but I still enjoy it enough where I would totally pick it up and play it again. Okay. And was this your first time beating it, right, Alyssa? This is my second time beating it, because the first time okay. I played it on the Wii, 
with like a GameCube controller. <laughs> but yeah, since my but that was years ago. Okay, well, I am glad I got you to relive it, and, and I'll go last. I'm gonna put this on the on the shelf too. I had a good time. I wasn't sure what I thought, but the more we talked about it, and the more I thought about it as time has passed, I really did have a good time. I like it's how you really say dangerous. you put what it on the... your shelf, but you also talk about how you deleted it and the save file and everything from your Steam Deck. <laughs> well, if I had the actual cartridge, it would go on the shelf. Yeah, I just got to tease you that. So, this is... <laughs> but yeah, no, that's just how I am. I just... I like making room in my Steam Deck for stuff, so I just get rid of it. On PC, it wouldn't go anywhere, but on Steam Deck, it just deleted right away. That's a Steam Deck thing for me. That's all. But it doesn't mean I didn't like I had a good time. Like it's a it's it surprised me how charming and how good this game was because I, I came into it without any real expectations. And the more like people compare it to Super Mario RPG, you know, it made me kind of like unsure because I like cause this game. I mean, it could have been, you know, the sequel to Super Mario RPG, but it's, it's its own thing. And I'm happy that it exists. Like it, there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like some people don't like it because it wasn't what they wanted. It wasn't the sequel to Mario RPG. I think that was also my problem as a kid, too. This, era, this era for Nintendo was very much a, you know, Nintendo trying new things and people were expecting the old things and were getting upset. When we first saw Paper Mario, uh, Super Mario RPG, it was like, well, it doesn't look the same. It's going to suck. Wind Waker was revealed shortly after, you know, after the Space World 2000 promo. And people were like, wait, what? This looks terrible. This is going to suck. Like, that was just what it was like as a Nintendo fan in the, in the early 2000s. And both those games are really good. Exactly. Wind Waker is a great Zelda game. It just gets overlooked because the it wasn't what people wanted in space world at the time so it's that's, that in that trailer and that we never got yeah and i'm but pay bar like it's nice to to play a game and like for me i got to experience a game for the first time you know like i had i had vague memories of it but i actually had very little spoiled to me ever before like i mean, I mean it's a mario game i knew what was going to happen but you know like i didn't a lot of the worlds were, were new i i had never known about the toy box that was a brand new thing to me and it's kind of cool when i go back and play a 20 year old game and not you know like stuff that i didn't expect so that was interesting and it's also one of the few rpgs on n64 because there aren't many <laughs> so that's true there's very few no but just like one thing one last thing i want to kind of talk about go out on just the fact that like, this game is preserved on switch online now you know i mean i know it's not preserved well i shouldn't say preserved that's the wrong word it's accessible for now from this and it makes me happy that more people can play this because this is a game that is very easy for a lot of people to pick up and play. Like, this is the kind of game where if you have time, you would learn the mechanics. You could level up. It's not overly challenging. It's not like a Hollow Knight, which I don't care what you say, Alyssa, that game is hard as hell. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, it's a really good game. Oh, it's amazing. You get the hang of it. It is but not it, that bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the White Palace has words for you. Oh, actually, well, okay, fine, fine. That's the only part that I still, to this day, <laughs> have not beat because it is impossible. Sarah, have you ever played Hollow Knight? Uh, not that much. <laughs> Wes played it, and I watched him play it, but I didn't really play too much of it. Oh, great game. That's a good game. It doesn't, like, this game didn't have that type of challenge, and I think that's, I mean, yes, I, I cheated and everything, but I still felt like this game is not nearly as challenging as some other games where it could be very approachable, and the fact that it's somewhere where many people will be experienced to it makes me happy. Because if I remember correctly, Thousand Year Door is still, is just locked to the GameCube, right? Yep. That's a shame. Cause For now. I, I, look, I hope Switch eventually puts GameCube games on there somehow. Or the next Switch. I feel like we they did. will because they just added like the Game Boy Advance and then the Super, or the um, Game Boy, Game Boy Game Color. Color. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like eventually, you know, they have to. 
Or, I mean, I feel like... Or they'll be adding gonna, 3DS. Or oh. that, yes. I feel like they're going to be just, like, remastering games. You know, because, like, the Mario All-Stars, for example, you know, you had Super Mario Sunshine from the GameCube on there. Or I believe they're remastering the Metroid Prime. Yeah, Metroid Prime, Prime series. Yeah, so, like, I feel like they're just going to start remastering, like, popular games from the GameCube, and then maybe eventually they'll you know, add it on to there, which hopefully they do. That would make me happy. I want to see, I'm always happy when people are able to experience games for the first time, you know, older games. Smart to do like a paper Mario collection with at least the first three games that are, should be easy enough to port over. That would be smart. Which is the third one? That's super Super paper Paper Mario. Mario, And that's not the one sticker smash. That's the the 3DS stars on 3DS. Yeah. Okay. That's the one everybody dislikes. That's probably the most disliked one, but it's not okay. bad. It's just I mean, different. It's not fun. It's not as fun as the other ones. It just isn't. <laughs> I was watching the videos of it after you guys brought it up. I'm like, that is a much different and game. I love Paper Mario games. <laughs> like it's, that it's, one is not fun. Yeah, every attack you have to use stickers and you have to keep constant. It's like consumables, pretty much like items for <laughs> your basic attacks. Oh, I don't. You like get plenty of. That. You, I, I also don't think you get experience for killing enemies. So. There's no point nope. in finding them and wasting your stickers. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't work. Well, I mean, I'm interested now. Like, I, because of this, I am now interested to try more of these games. Where before I had no interest. Like, again, this this, this game wouldn't even been on the show. It wasn't for that random person three years ago telling me to play Thousand Year Door. So, you know, you got me to play another Mario game. I'm also trying to go and play more Mario games that I missed. Because I missed a lot over the years. So especially good. the Wii. I did not play any of the Wii stuff. You didn't play either Galaxy games? games? Not really. Oh my god! I know. I need to change it. I own <laughs> the Wii Galaxy for One some and Two. I don't like the Wii. I don't like motion controls. That's all. Yeah, Every but you could play starts. Mario Galaxy, the first one on the Switch, if you got that. Uh, I did not get that thing. 3D All Stars. Yeah. I'll play it other ways, but yeah, with that, with a controller, that'll be fine. I just haven't got around to it yet. So, but I definitely want to play it because I just don't like. I have to play stuff with a controller. I can't do motion controls. That turned me off for a long time. What system is that Paper Jam game on? 3DS. That's a Mario okay. and Luigi game, but it's a crossover with Mario and Luigi series, but with Paper uh, Paper Mario characters. I'll have to try that because I'm, again, I'm going to try to make an effort, probably not till next year, but try to start playing, well, Thousand Year Door for sure, and then the first Paper Mario game, or Mario Luigi game, finally. I'm also trying to go back and play a lot of the 3DS games. I missed that entire library, and there's so many good titles in there. Oh, 3DS. I'm finding out. You got a, you got a good good future ahead of you, then. <laughs> I do. I'm trying. I'm trying to play lots of good games. I actually don't play many bad games on the show anymore. So that's a nice change. Almost everything is good that I pick. <laughs> so, all right. And I think that's about everything I need to say on that end. So I just wanted to say what we're talking about next week. Next week, you can hear me talk about... Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So you get to hear me talk about that next week. And Barry, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. You can find me, uh, my Nintendo Views at NintendoFuse.com, on Twitter at NintendoFuse, and YouTube.com slash NintendoFuse. And Premium Edition Games, you can find us at PremiumEditionGames.com, where you could purchase all our physical Switch and PlayStation titles, as well as at Premium Edition 1 on Twitter, and Premium Edition Games everywhere else. And Alyssa, where can people find you at? Um, on Instagram, my handle is Alyssa Billy. I do curler beat art on there. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all over 400 other episodes of the show on Podbean. If you can't find me, you can find Spotify or iTunes. 
We have done a bunch of other Mario episodes. You can go find our giant catalog. You want to go check those out? We don't even lose Mansion too. Good game. So go check out our giant catalog. Want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena. You can at Hal Half Fury. You can follow her on TikTok. She went TikTok famous, so definitely go check her out. And if you if you follow her, you should tell her I sent you. <laughs> and she'll send me the screenshot. So also we have a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at Forty. Definitely go check out his show. And please, if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon. For Little's Dog, you can vote in our Patreon poll. The one right now is Scarlett Johansson movies Mike has never seen. Under the Skin, Her, The Perfect Score, and Other Boiling Girl. I know I probably said that wrong. But those, you get to pick which ones. Little's Dog, you can vote in our Patreon poll. And we have a Discord. If you want to talk with us, please go join our Discord. And you can also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, audio only. But we are on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.